welcome Cheers. us into another edition of Road Trippin'. As we say, it is actually, it's carrots, ginger, and pineapple. Freshly made. So Hollywood, what is that home, episode? From uh, Allie this morning. Hollywood. As we say cheers to all of those small business owners and uh, those like yourself who have really created um, your own new unique shows, wine. We're going to get into it all on this episode uh, because you guys have been hard at work. I will say that, yes. but Road Trippin has remained. So before we get into your endeavors, both of you, can we touch base on where Road Trippin is? Because it truly is all over the map. Um, we launched two new RSNs, regional networks, Fox Sports Ohio. It can be seen in Ohio now, Road Trippin' mm -hmm. on television, not just on YouTube and not just found on social media and on your audio platforms. Um, and then uh, as of the 20th of October, so two days ago, by the time this drops, we are now in Arizona. Let's Fox go. Sports Arizona. Go. And they're so excited to have the both of you. Um, so oh, let's- By, by let's, the way, Tanny, go oh, sorry, go oh, sorry. Let's right. recap really quick. Spectrum Sportsnet in LA, Yes Network in New York City. Um, you have Altitude, Denver, covering that market. You have NBC Northwest covering God's Country, Portland, Fox Sports Ohio, and Fox Sports Arizona. So we are hoping to continue to grow, as well as, of course, still on YouTube and all of your audio podcast platforms. Back Let's on Spotify. A lot of people wanted Road Trip it on Spotify, and it's back on iTunes, Google, all of it. Um, yeah, your, so, your mom's house, your mom's house, your uh, aunt's dads, house, we're everywhere. Your dads, <laughs> we're your brothers, everywhere. your cousins, yeah. yeah. Um, so cheers to that, guys, because we're cheers. still afloat. Um, but with that said. We're, we're, Allie, we're more than afloat. Allie, I <laughs> sometimes sometimes I am a engine fishing boat right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're not in deep sea, we're not a yeah, yacht. We, listen, we're in the backwaters of the swamp now. We catching some gators. No. No, let me let me take you back to the Midwest. We're in a paddle boat. We are. We are. We, are no, we have no motor. No. We are no. the motor right now. Okay. Those of you that yeah. know paddle Good. boats, we're paddle boats. Right no, now. but okay. So everybody. So one one of the things that that we're gonna break it down for you. I, we'll give you a little business lesson. So it's really cool because when you do these things, they don't necessarily don't pay you. But what they do is they give you an opportunity, like you own like commercial space where you could sell advertising against your show and you get a portion of it. Um, but what's really cool is like for Channing who had who launched his brand new wine, Channing now, I don't want to call it free advertising, but because of road tripping, we're allowed to put, you know, chosen wine now gets to be on the front of every ad for every road tripping podcast, TV show, YouTube. So you get, that's how you cross brands. So when they talk about using your social media to talk about your business, there's a lot of different things that you get to do. Like even for the show that I'm doing sports gap, we're going to start advertising it on these different things. So use your social media. If you are trying to start a business, grow your social media because that will always help you when it's time. And we just How's that today. going for you, Channing? We just talked today with Channing. His commercial is coming. So when you see it all over Road Trippin', we're going to dive into the chosen wine. Let's just do it right now. Let's start What's with it called? Cooper. Okay, you want to start with the sports gap? Let's start with sports gap. Okay, so we've got the sports gap and we've got chosen wine. Let's, okay, sports gap. Richard, what is the sports gap? <laughs> the sports gap is everything that's ever been in my twisted head. Right, everything that's ever been in my twisted head. Part of the reason why we started a podcast is to get this stuff out. Channing, have you seen one episode of the Sports Gap? Uh, I actually be honest, really be honest. It's okay. Clips. Uh, uh, so you've seen the clips. You've never I, watched. I've it. listened to more of the Sports Gap than I have actually road tripping. Okay, okay. Thank you. 
I'll do this. How you're about a trade? Bolting, your ball thing was so cringeworthy that okay, I wait. could not stop laughing. It was so, like a train wreck. I was like, do you know on. the story about? Do you know the story behind it, Channing? Well, you hang on. Like Here's the real question because you got one of those packages, no pun intended, in the mail. So have you tried the ball toner? Have you tried I'm the not ball toner? I live in Portland. And I like to manscape, but most I like to keep it natural, dude. My my hair is. Oh, you got you go. You got a full bush. Oh my god! I'm not full bush, but listen, like I'm sitting edges, but I'm not like I'm not going full. Oh, so, so you so so you just give a, you give your you give your bush a lineup, and then you keep right. it full. I don't want any hair sticking through the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, just give me a one with the taper on the side. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you do with your ball hairs. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, just give me a one. Line up the edges. Jenny, just have you ever actually? Trimmed a hedge or oh, yeah. uh, trimmed a bush, an actual bush. bush. He's talking about, we're talking about your bush. Have you trimmed okay, your bush? Okay, I had to get back to my old ways. I had to go like, um, what is that? Um, what is a movie where a cop goes away because he uh, kills, or like a cop, Rambo. I felt like Rambo, the nutria are back. I got to tell you all about that. They're back. Uh, oh, they're back. Can we get back to this? Have you watched, so, okay, do you know why I had, why I did that thing? Because this guy got fired because he mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Ian Rappaport, who was like he, who was like the Michael Woj. Rappaport's brother? No, no, it's his cousin. <laughs> but Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network got suspended for that. He got suspended for for doing an ad on that, and I just thought it was ridiculous. So I did an entire thing on it. So that's what the sports cap <laughs> is, ladies and gentlemen. We look for off the beaten path sports stories that aren't covered on ESPN or aren't covered. There's just so much in sports in the intersection. So I decided to spend my own money and go and try and get a team together and do episodes on random sports stories that we found over the course of the week. It is fun, but it is a lot harder than you think doing your entire own production and writing your own script and having to, I was doing it in the bubble. That was the shit that really sucked because it was like, I, I was, it was, it was just not pretty. Yeah. Do people really want to know how ass backwards Richard is? He decides to launch a show in a bubble, um, yeah. doing everything by himself. Uh, shout out. And I'm going to do this to Channing's team too, because I genuinely have been able to meet at least one of the individuals that are working on your projects with the both of you. And you guys have incredible teams around you. I will say that, but shout out to ROB. Richard, we actually had a chance to catch up this morning and you were talking about how ROB did not give you credit for what this week's show is going to be about. But yeah, I had a moment like, yesterday driving. I don't know why, maybe it was all the things that ROB posts about the sports gap and it just kind of clicked. He's really genius. And I don't want to like offend him by saying that because he, he writes movies for a living, right? Like he's uh well, yeah, he used to sleep on the couch. Motherfucker owes me five dollars. But this is <laughs> the thing. Like like yeah, Damn, yeah. I must owe you a hundred. I said ten Do you remember most extreme challenge? I was watching Wipeout and I was telling somebody about most extreme challenge, how you and I used to sit the there on our couch. Show. <laughs> the best show ever. Wipeout? Wipeout. Yeah, if you have a flare oh. up of glaucoma, it's even better, right? But oh. like <laughs> What does that even mean? That means if people, you're smoking weed. Know. Right. Yeah. Listen, oh, it's for your glaucoma. Yeah, dude, listen, it's, it's regulated, whatever. Listen, 
it used to be the best show. It still is. Me and Channing would sit on my couch in the dead of the summer of Phoenix. And because we would go out all night. He was still in college. We would go out all night and then sit on my couch, hungover, watching Most Extreme Challenge, and then do it again. It was amazing. Remember that member? Because it was Adlib. Allie doesn't know what Most Extreme Challenge. Do you know what Wipeout is? Do you know what Wipeout, the show Wipeout is, Allie? That's what I, yeah. I know what Wipeout is. So, so Wipeout is a remake of this thing called The Most Extreme Challenge, where there was this like crazy, like either Japanese or Asian show. And it was the exact same thing, but Asian. they were, they, yeah, definitely, definitely Asian, but they were do voiceovers. So it, it would be like, they, were this, they would have the same type of obstacle course that these people would run through, but they would make up what the people were saying. So they would be like, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, the Christian virgins versus the, the devil worshipers. And it was like, I hate sex. And then they would like go and run. <laughs> they would have somebody like run up. It's like, I love the devil. And then they would like go, and you're just like, wait, what am I what? watching? And it, I promise Obviously you. not what they're saying. You have to watch they, it. And you have to just, you can't. It is it's genius. Scene. Most Extreme Challenge was, and then they basically created Wipeout from that just without the voice on. But it's the exact same thing. We just see people just eating shit the entire time. Anyway, so that's kind of back what I did. Back to the sports gap. Back to the sports gap. No, but the sports gap is really, really cool in the sense that, like, it's just the best way to describe it is John Oliver. You know, if people like John Oliver or The Daily Show, it's kind of like that for sports, where you find topics, you find interesting things that maybe people are discussing or not discussing, and you just do a little bit more of a comedic, fun, deep dive on somewhat serious or, like, relatable topics. Uh, but no, man, I'm, I'm having fun. Like, I'm getting reps. I'm getting better at it. It's, it's, it, is, it is definitely how, a great learning experience. How long are the episodes? Well, again, funny you should say. So you're learning everything. Channing, you know this about when you're starting a business, like the algorithms versus how to release. So it's like we've been releasing like 12 to 13 minute episodes. They're telling us that, well, you should do it under 10. You know, 999 looks a lot better than 1001. And then you get the algorithm where the, our average watch time is like five minutes. So should you? Yeah. Well, it's, 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 literally, that's you what mean they say. Nine fifty nine. No, I'm saying like nine, analytics. Nine, I'm saying nine ninety nine. Like if you're trying to buy something, oh. nine ninety nine versus like ten dollars versus ten dollars. There's no tax, so it actually is nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Nine, so you I thought he was talking then, about television time. There's only. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Got it. So you just, you, you're learning those things. And so then the algorithm of like, Hey, your average watch time is five minutes. So maybe you could cut an episode into two, five minute spans to increase your viewership. Just trying to figure out all that. So basically the same shit that we did here with road tripping, trying to figure it out as we go. Um, but like, again, I, I count my blessings that I'm able to do something like this and I can afford to do and create and have these opportunities. Um, that's the coolest part about it. Okay, so where can people watch? Oh, ladies and again? gentlemen, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You're going to start hearing ads on road tripping for it. Go subscribe, subscribe. Tag us if you see something funny that you want us to talk about. If you see something that's not funny that you want us to talk about, uh, go follow Sports Gap on Twitter and on Instagram. And hit us up if you guys see something that, you know, whether it's controversial, whether it's political, like we, we are sports, but politics and sports and pop culture have crossed more than they ever have and so uh it gives us a chance to really kind of talk about a lot of different shit how hard is it for you to walk that line richard i mean well, you did I, just do about six minutes um on, on balls. a balls on balls 
And um, the one thing that Channing can recall from your four episodes is about balls. Call balls. <laughs> Big deal. That was, hey, listen, that was our, look, look, you got to learn. That is your best, uh, that's been our best reviewed episode so far. Uh, Shout out Manscaped, by the way, because they did Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Manscaped, stuff. you guys are awesome. Like, it was great that we actually had the product. And I was not making fun of Ian Rappaport. I was not making fun of Manscaping. I was making fun of the NFL Network and, like, the, the absurdity uh, of the suspension and, like, whatever. Um, what was your question? How hard is it to walk the line? Oh, it's really hard. This but is the one Witcher's thing that's... natural state. I this know, I know. I, I know. Saying, and I... Listen, don't be mad when the tiger is t- acts tigerish. You know well, what I'm saying? Look, Richard's well, not no, for two points. That's not Richard. Well, the, well, the thing is this, good. you and we all know this. Don't let your side hustle kill your main hustle. Yeah. Until your main, until your side hustle is your main hustle. Now knock it out. Trust me. If this show gets picked up by HBO or Showtime or FX, yeah, well, I'm probably gonna have family. Tr- I'm gonna have some trouble towing the line because then it's like, all right, screw it, let's go all the way in. But right now, I'm an employee of ESPN. I try and be respectful of that. Um, I don't. I still areas of like being unfair to athletes, being unfair to like you know kids, or being unfair to you know, people that don't deserve it. I stay away from that. I just talk about what other people are talking about. So is it hard? Yes, but I also, don't, I also don't want to lose my job. So right. that's the area. All right, so the sports gap on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Also on social channels, you have Instagram. Instagram and Twitter. And, and Twitter. And Twitter, right. and Twitter. The sports gap on both of them. Uh, I don't control I them. I don't control them. I have access to them. Shout out LJ, our social media manager. Uh, but yeah, hit it up. I see it. I, I'm involved and active on it. But I don't want you guys to send this message. Be like, hey, Richard posted this. It's like, no, no, calm down. Um, you'll, know when, you'll know when I post. Just like when I used to post from Road Trip and Twitter. They're like, I can always tell when Richard's controlling the Twitter. <laughs> God. Uh, um, yeah, it's good though. And you have how many episodes really quick before we We have four episodes. We're going to record the fifth episode, uh, a little teaser. We're doing the main part of the show. Uh, if you're talking about like a John Oliver style, the main part of the show is going to be the Houston, the city of Houston's fall from grace. You know, they won, they had, they had, you should quiz Channing on this right now. Really what? quick. How do I quiz them? In terms of when they were successful. Like okay, what? Channing, Channing, in the last, in the last, and th- I did most of this off my dome. In the last four years, tell me all yeah. of the awards that have gone through, like baseball, football, and basketball. Tell me all of the awards from front office to players that have gone through the city of Houston. Okay, Daryl Morey, didn't he get GM of the year one of these? Yeah, that's, yeah. James Harden got MVP. Yeah. The Astros won the... World Series, right? World Super Series. Bowl. Then, then they have the um, the World Series like MVP. Well, obviously, if you win it, you're typically going to get that. Uh, well, okay. Well, well I'll give you another Stick, with, stick with the Astros. Stick no, with the no, Astros. They, There's another they one. Did, right? They did. They did. Astros didn't the they get the Cy Young too? Yeah, they had Verlander won the Cy Young, and I'll give you the he won the MVP. So you're thinking World Series, but Altuve won the MVP. Okay, um, and then. And we're just talking about Houston? Yeah, just Houston. So that's the Texans, too. Uh, <laughs> There's your head. Uh, Warren Moon got the Lifetime Achievement Award. 
<laughs> I don't know if he did. Who? Okay. Warren Moon. Warren Moon is a star. He used to play for Houston Oilers. He's yeah, like a black Houston quarterback. Yeah. I had his jersey. Yeah. It, I, Warren, Warren Moon was dope. Warren Moon was anyway, dope. You so would dope. go lifetime achievement, though. His name, <laughs> his name was Warren Moon. You can't be the name like Warren right, Moon. You can't be, you're either going to be tight at football or you're going to be a porn star. One or the other, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going on Fox Sports. Anyway. Uh, okay, so... Hockey, they don't have a hockey team. Okay, so go football. Didn't, um, God, DeAndre uh, Hopkins, didn't he win Offensive Player of the Year? No, but close. What I'll say is the last thing, because I feel like you're going to go play. So they had uh, T.J. Watt won, Man of the, Walter Payton Man of the oh, Year, and won yeah, Defensive Player of the Year. They okay. drafted Deshaun Watson, um, right? So it was like basically all of that happened over a three-year span, and since then – in 2020, <laughs> all GMs and coaches from all three teams are gone. Gone. And gone. Houston got caught cheating. Got caught cheating. Um, yeah, Daryl Morey sent the tweet, you know, heard around the world. Uh, yeah, so it, and then, then they traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so it's just like you look for at it. Like, for Thank pennies. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for channeling uh, that. Let's go. <laughs> So those are the kind of things like we basically we just find random sports topics and you're just like, holy shit, this city has really gone through a lot. And we just basically break it down in a funny way and talk a lot of shit about the dumb mistakes that people make. And that's it. You know, this is it's not it's they didn't do anything like masturbate on a Zoom call. But listen, listen, sometimes let's look. I, I get it. Like if that you know, I would pent thing, up. Well, you weird. You imagine that that's not the first no, time. No, both done of that. you. No, no, no. Like, no. This was on the cover of the post. What are you no, talking about? No, my point about? is, is like, Channing's like, well, do you have some like a lot pent up? Like, no, oh. no, no. Channing. So for, for, for do you do it on your Zoom not, calls, on your chosen <laughs> wine Zoom calls that you have? So people no, might not do things know, in Je person. Uh, Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin, who is an amazing writer, went to Harvard. Uh, wrote a book on OJ, covered the OJ trial, the the movie, the the I think the movie and the Oscar winning thing that the Life and Times that was on FX of OJ. Uh, he wrote the whole book and all that stuff on it. He was caught, let's say, pleasuring himself on a Zoom call, very similar to this one that we're on right now. What happened to me? Uh, <laughs> uh, and he did not Tenderizing know that his that mic and he did not know that his mic and camera were uh were on which is weird uh and so oj somebody had a soft voice i know that i'm sorry <laughs> and, OJ, oh, and oj made no we're not editing that and oj made a oj made a video about him which only made it that's what makes it sports related ladies and gentlemen we're talking about oj Simpson. hold on so this is what we're going to do. Channing, this is what we're going to do. Me and you are going to swap. I've been waiting because I haven't posted about your wine yet. I haven't been posting about your wine. Did you even get it? Yeah, I got it. I'm ready. I'm a, yeah, I'll wait till I'm going to, I just haven't decided what type of absurdity I'm about to do with your wine. I might need some more bottles Did sent my way. Try it. I haven't opened it yet. I haven't tried. I haven't. He I probably haven't hasn't even opened the box. No, I have the box. The I, sent, I think I feel like I sent the picture. I said he probably box. open the box. Jack in the Box. <laughs> Dude, ladies and gentlemen, so at, they don't have Jack in a Box in Ohio. So Allie out here for Spectrum, that's one of the sponsors for the sports show. 
So guys, when Allie does like, ladies and gentlemen, try the bacon cheddar wrap at Jack in the Backs. And I was like, I, like the first time. First of I all, I don't it, say it like that. The, the first time I heard it, I almost no? lost my shit. I texted her. I was like, yo, you got to figure out how to say box because people box. out here. <laughs> so far box. we've talked about, we've talked about bushes. Balls. Boxes, <laughs> balls, and masturbating on Zoom calls. So like, we've we've hit it all. We've hit all of the things. And unfortunately, all we've hit we are the spots. We've hit we, all the spots. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, we aren't drinking chosen wine. You drank it already. I did. Mine's gone. I need to place a new order. Um, Channing. Oh. Appreciate it is it. phenomenal. I was I was very serious when I was expressing how I felt about it. Um, I know it means a lot to you, so oh, let's yeah. dive into it. Uh, Are those the two bottles behind you? Yes. Can you bring them sure. down? Yeah, because the labels are cool. God, look how tall and long this dude is. It's like <laughs> I, I couldn't even see it. And Channing's like, yeah, here you go. Oh, that's the Chardonnay bottle, Ooh. and uh, this is the. Pinot Noir bottle, if I can. Show the back. Okay. Your name is legit on a wine, wine bottle. On a wine bottle. It won't be, I don't know if we're gonna do that again, but we wanted to do it for our first two. Um, dude, the process of making a label is crazy. Uh, the process of picking out what type of bottle, right? Like how deep yeah. this is, how thick it is. Uh, is, it, is that called the net nipple? Uh, the neck. Is actually the neck, so you don't want to grab it too tight. Just enough. Fingertip. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, listen, look, I love wine. I got an opportunity to do something that no one else has done on like three levels, which makes it three times as hard. Number one, I a lot of people source their grapes, but they have a main vineyard. Right. So a lot, when I say source of grapes, like let's say, you know, uh, Silver Can Vineyards sells 10,000 cases a year, but they only have 20 acres in a tasting room, but they go buy their grapes from other vineyards. Me, I get to know winemakers and vineyards and, and places like that. And I actually say, hey, I already like so we're, this this first round, we're working with Longolo. And I've been a fan of Longolo since before their grapes were even ready to drink. Um, so Chase and Jake are good friends of mine. And I said, if you had an opportunity to do something different, right? If you had an opportunity like a clean slate to just be imaginative, to challenge um, what Pinot Noir tastes like or do something different than what is your label, would that be exciting to you as a winemaker? Because once your brand is your brand, you got to stay on brand and wine, right? Like when people buy Opus One, they know what Opus One tastes like. When you buy Camus or Silveroque, it tastes like that, right? So what I've done in our business is not only opening up during a pandemic where we don't have a tasting room, we don't have our own vineyard, we are 100% e-commerce brand. So when people like for, it's pretty amazing that we've sold as much as we have because- No, it's not. Well, think about this. You're, these are seventy-three and sixty-dollar bottles of wine that are sold online. Without motherfucker, you got everybody in this damn country posting about your wine. Well, here's the thing. That's trust, though. That's I a think compliment. That's it, compliment. It is a, it's a huge compliment. It's a compliment, dude. But I, 
I get these questions, right? And this is all me getting used to this business. It's like, well, why'd you set your price like that? And I go, I didn't set this price. Like where I get these grapes and the quality that I would like to provide other people. I think a lot of people outside of Oregon have not heard of Longolo Estates or we have a Syrah coming out in six months of Hazelfern. And I've already bought my bubbles, my grapes for the, we're gonna make basically a champagne. It's called, we call it bubbles, but sparkling wine in three years. So some of these places you haven't heard of, but they are absolutely amazing. So for me to go to all these places and support them and get to meet the winemakers, know their story, know what they're about, walk the field, meet their kids, meet their wife. Like a lot of these places need, don't need necessarily, but a lot of these places, I would like to be a megaphone for something they're already doing. And so like everyone likes a Nike Air Force One, but then when Virgil Abloh does it, it's like, damn, I didn't even know you could mix it up. Like, like a partner, like, yeah, like a partnership, partner. So right, yeah. For me, in wine, a lot of people don't give credit to who makes their wine. They don't give credit to where they get their grapes. But for me, I'm just like, even the label. So this is a picture of Longolo without, from the side. So we took pictures and we had to choose. So being a part of this is like, not only it's hard because it's an e-commerce brand, not only it's hard because we can't like have wine dinners and tasting rooms and stuff, but it's also hard because I'm asking for people's trust, right? And they're like, well, you're a basketball player and you like wine, but they don't know how much wine I drank. <laughs> but I 10, do. 10,000 hours. You got 10, tell them, Chad, you got 10,000 hours. You got 10,000 hours. Oh, easy 10,000. Look, I wake up, my kids wake up at seven. I'm up at 6.30. I go to bed around 12. Like when I wake up, these are all contracts and so this is i'm not somebody who just puts their name on a bottle i've been there from step one i am there every single part of the process like there was a video of me doing punch downs on my syrah which i just is saw that the other day month. was that yeah. the one that was on the social media yeah it is yeah. so hard number one shout out brand <laughs> no, no no that's actually yes ah. seriously brand i just got brand, brand is, he gets so, uh, he dude, gets so mad every time but i say here's that. what's also awesome about this is that I'm luckily surrounded by not only you guys when it comes to this avenue, but Bryn, who is now our social media director, head of analytics, because 99 or I think it was 84% of people buy wine off their phone. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Like people go, oh, Channing's on Instagram. Let me buy a bottle or two. And then where they get it from, Ohio is 18.9% of total sales, which is shout out Ohio and Cleveland. Um, but just learning about who's buying our stuff, why they're buying it, when they buy it. Most of our sales come after three o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. We, we, yeah, basically when so kids get home from school, when kids get home right. from school at 2.45, parents are like, I, parents need, are like, I, need, I need to re-up. Well, it's also that people work, right? So they work nine to five. When they get off, then they scroll Instagram. And so because we're a social-based, social media-based company, they go to Instagram and either I'm reposting something or chosen families posting something. So like reading these analytics and, and learning and growing and um, just, it's like a wild thing to be doing something that I love, but doing it in a way that I can't really ask other people for advice because they've never, never done it before. Because if I want to move 10,000 units or 10,000 cases, I would build a, a tasting room and then people would just come in and I would give them a bottle and they buy six. But, I can't. How so long, it's like all how, how, how two things, two things. One, congratulations is dope. Thank you. Two questions. 
Dave Finney. So like when you saw yeah. like the stories behind his labels, like I love yeah. the picture that like you talked oh. about that. Like, has that something that you took into consideration? Cause like his labels are so dope and it's because he loves sure. telling a story as you are. And then second, how long until you sell? Uh, it's going to be a while because at the end of the day, I think just would you sell the white wine alone, would I sell? You'd have to give me a lot. And I still have to have creative control. So the answer is yes. So the answer is yes. We're going to do some dope shit though. For me, like Dave Finney had a big impact. Um, just because I said to myself, dude, he has a dope ass label that really has nothing to do with what's inside. It's more like his artistic side. And I think as you do the sports gap, as we do road tripping and we do other things, I've never been able to put my artistic side in a bottle, right? And then give it to people and want their response back, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. To take it face value, right? And somebody goes, one is not a white wine drinker. To me, I'd be like, try my white wine first. Okay, so let's let's talk about this because you talked about what's in the future. Right. But the two bottles that you have now, just because I have tried them and I have drank them both, they are very different. So yeah. when it comes to the Chardonnay, how would you describe that? I think a lot of people are used to Napa Valley Chardonnay, which is big and oaky and buttery. And like, what I wanted out of a Chardonnay, and, and I could only get this because Chase, our winemaker, is an absolute fucking genius. I said, give me a Chardonnay that you can not only have at dinner, but that's crisp, that has that acidity. It's not a mouthful, but the nose, you can get bright fruit. And that's all I said to him. And then once we started going through the barrels, we said, you know what? This one is a little bit more pepper. This one has a little bit more like citrus. This one has a little bit more like we'll have a finish. We'll make it better the more years you, you hold it. So right now it's fresh and bright and all this. In a year, two years, three years, that Chardonnay is going to completely change into something once it gets kind of caramelized. It's going to be absolutely delicious. Just as delicious as it is now. Just depends on your style. So when you smell the wine, what I excuse me, what I smell is like bright fruit, um, but like a little bit of toast, not a lot. And then- It doesn't uh, have that to it though. Yeah, it doesn't have that chewy. I don't want chewy. I want a white wine that you can sit in Vegas, right? Or you sit at your pool and somebody pours you this cold, doesn't have to be too cold, don't, don't freeze my shit, uh, wine, right? Okay, because here's a true example. Great white wine can be served room temp and it's not nasty. So if somebody has a really good white wine, they'll give it to you room temp first for you to try it, and then they'll chill it just a little bit. But if you got some bullshit white wine, ice it up <laughs> because it's gonna get rid of everything. So when people at a restaurant put your white wine in ice, you just got gypped. That's nasty white wine. Anyways. <laughs> It's okay, so then, okay, no, so it. what about the Pinot? And I like this just because, like you said, I didn't realize the price at the beginning. But right. if someone was hesitant because there are no opportunities for a tasting right. to, to buy your wine, what would make them want to buy your Pinot? I think they have to know, I come from a place of, I have that in mind. And mm -hmm. I never want to appreciate you um, spending the 70 bucks on my wine. Um, I feel like, I've heard all the complaints about Pinot Noir and I've tried to do the best job I can to not only 
introduce, like if somebody's like, okay, I got a hundred bucks for the month, I'm gonna spend it on this one Pinot Noir for a special or because I really wanna support Channing. This Pinot Noir has an ode to the traditional Pinot Noir, but as a new age um, perspective on it. So everyone goes, oh, Pinot so soft and dainty and fruity and this. This, I wanted to make it a little bit bigger. It doesn't even, if you were to pour my Pinot next to another more traditional Pinot, mine is darker. I wanted it to be bigger. I wanted it to be more aromatic, more, um, obviously it's gonna be fruit forward just cause it's like a Pinot thing. Um, it's like red fruit, almost going on like dark blue fruit, blue fruit, blue fruit, fruit. <laughs> right? So for me, I want this to be drinkable now, but then in three, four, five years, you're going to get that caramel in there. You're going to get that like oak in there. So whether you want to drink this now or you whether, whether you want to hold it for a special occasion in three, four, five years, I think it's going to be delicious. Um, this is not your regular run-of-the-mill Pinot Noir. Um, and the price is not set by me or my business. It's set by the man and where we get the fruit. So if you like our stuff, I think you should try Longolo stuff. Mm -hmm. If you like Syrah, you should look up Hazelfern. They make one of the best Syrahs I've ever tasted, um, like a new age Syrah. And we'll get into that once that comes out in a couple months. But um, I've heard all the complaints about what people say, well, I don't like Pinot or I don't like Chardonnay. And that's why I made my wine to introduce new wine drinkers into this business. Do you, do you say stuff like, do you say stuff like, I don't like you? No, dude, but that's what's great about wine. If you don't like it, I'd love to hear why, because your opinion is very valid. It's not divisive. Well, I'm used to drinking big burgundies. Okay, well, give this a couple of years. Usually burgundies you don't drink for 10 to 15 years, but you want to judge mine on year one? So it's different. <laughs> I mean, right? So it's, yeah, it's wine is not divisive. It's not like okay, okay. right or wrong. How about, how about this? I don't know how many total units of both wines did you guys make? This first round? Yeah. Only 125 total. 125 what? Cases. Cases. How so many cases? Um, how many cases? How many, no, 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 no. How many cases have you sold? 90% of that. Okay, so you've sold nine, one. Fuck you, and congratulations. Thank you. Uh, number two, are you surprised? Are you a little surprised? Extremely surprised. <laughs> okay. What have you felt though? What have you felt? What, why? Tell me the joy. Why? Tell me the joy. Yeah. The what joy. have you felt when you've got the, the feedback? Is I, the joy is not selling it. The joy is seeing people Enjoy. put it and then text me like, dude, this is really, really good. This is exactly what I've been looking for. Um, because we're not, I don't want to follow rules. No offense. Like, I don't want to follow you? one. No. Is that yeah. why you guys are friends? Because neither of you do. <laughs> yeah. But like <laughs> people, I, I don't want to, I want to give something that my friends can drink that I can drink. And my wine knowledge is a little bit more than other people's, but like, I want them to enjoy this. I want like them to say, yo, Channing's wine is dope. He go. It like means something. Like yeah. I know Channing put his heart and so on this. This is not Aww. like, I think a lot of people think, well, Channing just, you know, he just goes in there and tastes it and then everyone else does shit. Fuck no. This week, this week alone, I've had two five-hour meetings with our team about the future of us, what we're doing in this next week, what our mission statement is, what like, so I'm in every single little aspect of this, the shipping, the handling, the new labels, the future, the Had budget for the year. 
So Every when you got, so, okay, so let me say this really quickly, because I, I, I want people to kind of hear this. When you start, when you start this process and you're like, okay, this is something that whether I make a dollar, whether I lose a dollar, like I love this. This is something that I enjoy doing, even as long as I break even, even if I make a yep. little bit of money, whatever. Ultimately, when the first, how long, because how long have you been selling the wine now? Two and two weeks. So you've been selling the two weeks and you've sold 90% of your 125 cases. Either it doesn't, let's say you sold 100 of your 125 cases, right. you're going to sell out, right? And so, and I'm going to need a case, by the way. So let's just say that, yeah, I'm going to need a case. But I'm going to need that. Let me put that on there. I'm going to need that free 99, though. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm the joking. way it's set up, I can't I'm even set get up. I got the business you. and the check. Yeah, listen, but I, I listen. Hey, I want that is the be... greatest thing ever, though. What? I can't give anybody free wine. I know because it's not yours. Unless it's how did I get free wine? Unless we gave it is... to you before it went to the shipping spot. So oh. we actually put you in the books, and we just ate those costs. So, so again, so next thing, nice. what happened when you when all of a sudden these numbers started coming in? Did all of a sudden your your team start going like, oh shit, <laughs> like it, we're all like not only are we on to something, but like, oh shit, everybody needs to like like start locking in because like this thing could get weird like really really quickly. Like when I mean weird, I mean like no, I know you were you so you were surprised, they were surprised, but then all of a sudden it, it it's no longer surprise. It's kind of like when you go out and have a good rookie year. It's no more, no more surprising. There's a level of expectations and performance and deliverables. And guess what? What? If this is year one, y'all are fucked on year two. <laughs> wait, I'm I was gonna say, so wait, we're not gonna get your wine for another two years? No, every year. So I, I'm not- Y'all need to pick up the pace. <laughs> no, no, no. So we actually, we He's have- He's Virgil, he's Virgil. So, I, I no, I'm not Virgil, I'm not Virgil. So because we had so little, we already have contracts for in six months, we have uh, 50 cases of Syrah, which I think you guys would like a lot. If you drink cabs, this is a, a baby between a cab and a Pinot Noir. So it is really, really good, especially when, like, like babies. You got a steak. This, this is a, I don't know. I, okay, I was gonna say something, but edit. Anyways, <laughs> then 12 months, we have even more Chardonnay and uh, Pinot Noir coming out. In 18 months, we have more Syrah. In three years, we have Champagne. But in between there, I'm gonna try to find maybe a Rosé. In between there, I might find another Syrah. So like, we're not under like the growing rules. It's where we can get barrels what? from, where we can get grapes from. So we may say, we're coming out with a Pinot Chardonnay in March, and then all of a sudden, whoops, Guess what, guys? We have a, a disgustingly good Merlot in April, just out of nowhere, just depending on. But we do such small batches. We want to keep the stuff. We have merch. We have, you know, things coming out that is going to keep this rolling. But our biggest issue is making sure that people get to taste our wine. Is we just want people to see like the love that we put into these bottles, and we want to see them on people's tables. We want to make this interactive. Wine should not be bougie. It shouldn't be pretentious. It should be like, who cares if it's Monday or Tuesday? Pop that thing open. If, you, if you've had a tough day at work, if you had a great day, if your homeschooling's going good, pop that sucker open. 
right? You deserve it. Pop it. It's COVID. You know, it's 2020. This shit is over. Pop that thing. You never know what's up. Japan, you know, Asia just dumped nuclear waste into the ocean. What's Did up? Really? Godzilla's coming. Let's go. Okay, Channing. So where can people get their get your wine? Where can uh, they get it? Where do they need to go? Wines.com is literally the only place you can get it. Chosenfamilywines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, support your friends. Support the people that support you. So this is my thing, Channing. We're going to do a post for a post. Every time I post about your wine, you're going to have to post about the sports gap. Just like, just like a repost. I don't need to be on your page. No, no, you're not living on my page, buddy. No, I don't want to be. Memes, <laughs> dunks, and wine. Memes, dunks, and wines. That's what you're going to find on Channing's page. But I'm saying, are... listen, what? That's my whole business thing is creating an ecosystem where we can all live and we all can, people can see everything that we're doing. Like, I can't wait to see what's next with Allie. Do you still sell your closet? Yes, I do. Allie's closet. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell, tell us about Allie's closet. Pop. It's like tell, Buffalo tell Gap, but better. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Buffalo Gap. What's that? It's no, on Poshmark. Buffalo, a lot of people exchange. actually. Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo Exchange. She's talking about Buffalo Exchange. It's um, in there. Fire, vintage. Yeah, no, it's just my closet. I resell all of my clothes. Wear them once. Only once. Um, go to Poshmark, which is a very popular thing. Actually, men also shop on there. Um, and search Allie's closet. Well, they oh, buy a lot of my clothes for wives, girlfriends, uh, etc. So yeah, I sell everything on there. Yeah, oh, I was going to yeah. say something. We're going to take that out. Um, wait, so Allie, that's you only wear things once. You're yeah, so smooth. I've worn this four <laughs> times on this show. Yeah, I know. I was going to tell you that you've already worn that on here, but it got chilly today. It got chilly today. <laughs> Well, it's a horrible habit. And you guys don't wear things twice on air. That's not true. We what? have suits and shirts. And ties. Yeah. You it's don't unfair. wear the same you don't wear the same shirt and tie combo with the same sneakers twice. You don't That's not true. That's not true. I wore the same I wore the same white shirt in the bubble probably six of the twelve times. Not that first of all, that doesn't count. Um oh. The shirt underneath, you can wear a crisp shirt, but you're not going to wear the same tie suit sneaker I combo. I don't own an iron. They obviously steamers. don't own clippers either. They're called that, steamers. That, I also have some spray that's wrinkle-free. Um, lined up. When was the last time you got a lineup? Last week. My hair was Yeah. He, likes a, he, yeah. he doesn't like to line up anything except his bush. <laughs> I put it in like that. an arrow. They'll put a big arrow, you turn a big arrow, is the arrow pointing up? <sighs> ah, it's not funny, Richard.